This is a download from the Wireless Theatre Company. In Omega, you can't be touched, but you must follow. And do you wish to leave? Mrs Atkins? No. I, I'm here to warn you to leave well alone. You've been made a scapegoat once in your career. It would be careless for you to let it happen again. I'm sorry, Mrs Atkins. Is this a threat? Omega by Elizabeth Parrick, part four. One of our brothers leaves us today. A tireless worker, father and husband, brother and friend. In his memory, we shall pray and thank Amiga for what we have learned. We state now, standing as one, that we reject the thoughts and the deeds of Anthony Atkins. We recognize he was tempted by unnatural thoughts. And though we tried through love, prayer and action to change his path to one of righteousness, we were unable to save his soul. We pray to you, Omega, and the final seven prophets, that our collective judgment day will not be tinged by his wrongdoing. Brothers and sisters, please join me. <coughs> we renounce the thoughts and deeds of the deceased. We pray for his soul. We hope to stand on the day of judgment at the end of all time. We pray and deeds will be remembered, and that justice and mercy be delivered upon us. Be delivered upon us. Amen. As in accordance with the laws of Amiga, I now recognise Cleo, widow of Antony, as my wife, second to Cecilia, my first. I pray too that our union may be blessed by Amiga and the final seven prophets, and that in our coming together, this will strengthen our community here on earth till our day of judgment. There is no day of judgment. There is no day. It's fresh air, nothing. Amiga, please take pity and show forgiveness to Jack, son of Antony. He knows not what he says. He was your friend. He was your brother. My mum, his wife, not yours. You told him to kill himself. You told him it was the only way. He's dead because of you. He trusted you. Cleo, please. Your own brother. Cleo. Jack, come with me, Jack. How could you do that? He loved you, loved us all. Did you not love him? Love of Amiga is the purest form of love. Yes, Jack, let's go outside. Get off, traitor. Hang on, let me just check for dead bodies in the boot. All clear. Oh, stop it. That's a disgusting thing to joke about. Well, I'm only joking about it. You actually did it. I looked up that body. He's got an online profile. Have you seen it? I found he had a dog called Woof, original. 
two daughters, both young, a wife, he used a walking stick. I assume that was for her health, not a fashion thing. And that he loved his job at the uni. Happy man, happy life. And then I thought about how pathetically boring his life actually was. And that he looked like a pretty boring man. This is not the so time. So maybe his dog, uh, his, his wife and, uh, and his daughters wouldn't miss him. Then it hit me that my dad, your husband, was a pretty boring guy. Don't say that. Wore the same slippers, never argued bike, always kept himself to himself, never rocked the bow, entirely unremarkable guy. Great at his job, but that was it. And then I thought about how I would never, ever see him again. That entirely unassuming, dull, quiet shell of a human ever again. And it makes me want to tear myself in two. Because he was my dad. And he was everything. Everything to me. And that Harry Smith guy, he was probably everything to his family as well. My dad, your husband, the only one who ever told me it was okay to be me. And you, with, with your new evil so-called husband of yours and this whole ridiculous collection of idiots with your idiotic made-up laws have taken it away from me because he was gay. Please! Now, you Jack, know... Jack, just stop! You know I'm gay. You put me through enough therapy to know that and to know that by now, and, and you know that none of it has worked. So now, if if all those Omega well-wishers want to congratulate you and your new husband, new heterosexual children, if they happen to ask about me, you can tell them, A, I'm dead, or B, that I'm a raving homosexual. Either is fine. Where are you going? To live my life. And if you ever decide to do the same, come find me. I loved that man, your father, and he could never love me back in the same way. I loved him for 25 years, and if that's not devotion, then I don't know what is. Then do the right thing. Tried. Really, I have. Cretin of a boy. Oof. For God's sake. Have you gone completely hysterical, woman? Someone could have seen that. How would that look, chair of Amiga hit by his own wife? You never talk about my son like that. You are not fit to say his name. Listen to me. Listen carefully and good. That's one strike. Now get inside and wipe that mascara off your face. Look a complete sight. I heard. Sorry. Can't believe I failed. The A to B is tough. Much tougher than a real driving test. And so it should be. Driving around in a police vehicle is a form of public relations. Stuff it up and you'll make us front page. So humiliating. I can drop my kids off to school, but I can't even drive myself to buy lunch. You've got kids? Yeah, two of them. Sound surprised. <laughs> Dunno, you just seem so perky. 
My sister's got two and she's like the walking dead half the time. Yeah, I got twins, Cole and Nita. And I'm perkier than the pair of them put together. Seriously, 11 and acting like teenagers. You'll have to give them a ride sometime. When I'm allowed to finally drive this damn thing. Try again in a few weeks. You won't have to wait long. Uh-huh. Why did you fail? Did they tell you? Sorry, I don't know. Passed mine first time. Rub it in. Sorry. I forgot something. What, the car? To put my seatbelt on. <laughs> then you are a numpty. I know. So embarrassing. Hi, Shay. Hi, Ange. Do you know a Mr Jack Atkins? A flashy lad. I do. He was the driver of that body in the Ferrari the other day. Spoiled git. He's just been pulled in for drug driving. Keeps asking for you and that fit older one. On our way. And go easy on him. Dad's just offed himself. Is he in the cells? He is. Cheers for the info. Our mate Jack is banged up at HQ. Apparently asking for me and the older fit one. Jack, our favourite lads. They charge you? Not yet. Your fancy lawyer arrived yet? I'm not calling him. Not calling any of that omega lot ever again. How have you been done for drug driving? Your, well, your dad's Ferrari is still with Socco, isn't it? <laughs> as soon as I was released, I went out and bought another one. Well, test driving it for a few days. Surely that's a little bit extravagant, even for you. And what colour did you go for? Red. Really? Hmm, I thought you were going to say green or something. I thought about it, but... Decided it might be better just to... Don't even finish that sentence or I will hit you. Well, Jack, you look well considering that your eyes are as big as saucers, but apart from that, something's shifted. I'm gay. <laughs> You've dragged me away from lunch and bargain hunt on the telly at the Nick to tell me that you like men. I want to start being honest with myself. I'm gay, I've been told I'm bad my whole life and I'm not doing it anymore. Fully support that. But it won't get you off a drug driving charge. No, no, I'm not trying to get off either. I, I took the drugs and I was on my way to see you anyway, so... What did you want to see me about? I've made a statement. And there. Signed it. All right, just give me the highlights. My Uncle Henry, or most likely my actual dad, Henry, has married my mum. Not officially, just this ridiculous Omega thing happens when someone dies unexpectedly. You get bound to another family, so everyone stays together. What? Whilst you're all still grieving? Seems a bit quick. You live in their world long enough and nothing seems strange. But I've had enough. I know my Uncle Henry was extorting money from my dad and he was stealing from the uni to pay for it. That place went everything to him. Why was Henry extorting him? He can't have needed the money, surely. He could easily target my dad. My dad would never fight back. He had debts. He let them grow. He told him that Amiga couldn't support his secret anymore. He had to prove, with money, just how much he wanted to stay. What secret was that? That he was homosexual. Watching dad hide himself his whole life, I knew exactly what kind of life I was heading for. So, that's everything I know. Written and signed. Is your Uncle Henry still at Omega? Should be. 278, are you there? 278, go ahead. 
Yeah, can I have a van and two officers to make an arrest at Omega House, Mayfair Road, suspicion of blackmail and extortion, no sirens, and Mr Henry Atkins, gent in his 60s, chair of Omega, also no cuffs if possible, he's recently bereaved. Will do. Jack, I'll have a word with the Sarge. We'll have a sandwich in here with you, if that's all right with you, PC Zara. Fine by me. And don't think you won't be questioned to high heaven about this statement. But you're probably better not being on your own right now. Thanks. I'll get your statement to the investigating team. I'll go pick you something up. What do you want? California rolls in the Jamaican Blue Mountain. A what? You can have a tuna fish sandwich and be grateful. What was he on about? Blue Mountain, different world. And my gaydar's right off. Never would have guessed. No such thing as gaydar. Only assuming nosy parkers. Get over. I always know. He called me fit as well. <laughs> Enjoy the compliment. Does it still count? What do you think? Dunno. I'll get us refs from the sandwich van. You get this up to Ashfield team. Susie or Manny on the top desk will point you to where you need to go. Tell them Henry Atkins is being brought in as we speak. I'll meet you back here. medical at this rate. Ange? Gifty, where have you been? I've had to leave Jack on his own. Duty Sarge is keeping an eye on him. I've been all over the building. No one's heard of the Ashfield team. You ask Suze? Never heard of them. Said my best bet was to ask in the investigation rooms. Didn't realise there's like ten of them. What now? DS Appleby? Yeah, it's the front desk here. I got a message from DCI Kerry. She wants you to meet her in the downstairs interview room as soon as you can. Yeah, we'll come down now. Done the statements now from Gilbert Street. DCI wants to speak to us both. She must have heard we've got the statement. She's heading up Ashfield. Maybe they changed the name of the team. Doubt it. They always spend an age picking one from the list. Didn't know there was a list. Come in. Good morning. I'll make this quick. I'm expecting a Mr Henry Atkins for an interview any minute now. I believe you were looking for the Ashfield team PC, Zara, to give you this statement. Thank you. Excellent police work from you both. You acted on instinct, made good inquiries and found several pieces of the puzzle concerning two murders. Unfortunately, you also completely disregarded my orders. Is that something the force is teaching probationers these days? No, ma'am. Thought not, and quite frankly, it's a disgrace. DS Appleby, you will receive an official disciplinary notice by post within one week. PC Zara, your probation is to be extended by six months. There's no hiding in this job. Everyone is accountable for their actions. Sooner you learn that, the better. Just be glad I'm not firing you. This way, sir. That'll be Mr Atkins going for processing. DS Appleby, drop PC Zara back with a mentor. You are no longer to have any dealings with probationers without my specific say-so. Yes, yes ma'am. Ma
Don't say it, Gifty. I wasn't going to say a thing. They've got Henry, that's all that matters. Really? That's all that matters, is it? If you want to sleep at night, then yeah, it is. Come on. I'll drive you back. We'll take the lift. Unbelievable. God, it was all going so well. After you. We did a good job. You enjoyed working with me? You've got me six months extra probation. You've taught me a lot. I've certainly learned. Then we must do it again sometime. You are a numpty. Thank you, PC Kirkwood. You can go now. Thank you, Mum. Hannah! Henry! So good to see you. And under such difficult circumstances as well, I am so sorry for your loss. How's Cleo? Thank you. Thank you. Look, I haven't got long, and I was not expecting things to come to this. Uh, this is my lawyer, Arthur Sewellmaker. We have met. How do you do? Oh, nice to meet you. I brought Arthur here as a precaution, but he's a very busy man. I assume he can go. Yes, yes, of course. Thank you for coming at such short notice. Thank you, Arthur. So sorry to have wasted your time like this. Oh, no problem. We'll speak in a couple of days. Thanks. I cannot apologise enough for what's happened. Two officers went a little off-piste without permission. All their actions were without authority. None of this will stand any bearing in the investigation. And in the meantime, my whole congregation has seen me arrested under suspicion of... What was it you said? Blackmail and extortion? I can only apologise. Both women now face serious action from the force. We'll get this sorted as quickly as possible and you'll be back home in time for the news, I promise. Good. Feels a little light they weren't both fired, but I guess that would draw even more attention to my personal affairs. More than you've already allowed. I don't know what to say. I can't imagine how you must feel. <laughs> well, if it happens again, I'll make sure you find out how it feels. I could pin all of this on you, so you can sit and tell me how it feels. How does that sound? Or I could just make you go the same way as the other two. Mr Atkins. Henry? Well, let's just do the paperwork. Get it over with. Yeah. Have you been down to the Amiga house in Cornwall this time of year? No. No. Not yet. You should. I'll pick you up on Friday. We'll go for the weekend. Uh, I'm afraid I've got this, um, this charity dinner thing. Ah. Oh, not to worry. Do your dinner another time. You can show me how sorry you really are. OK. OK. Thank you. You have been listening to part four of Omega by Elizabeth Parrick. The characters were played by the following actors. PC Gifty Zara by Jessica Moraine. DS Angela Appleby by Rebecca Hines. DCI Hannah Kerry by Kathy Breeze. Jack Atkins and PC Shea Kirkwood by Dean Ashton. Henry Atkins 
by Michael Carhill, Cleo Atkins by Maxine Dubois, and Arthur Soulmaker by Robert Valentine, with all the other roles being performed by members of the company. It was recorded at the RNIB Talking Book Studios, London, with studio engineering and editing by James Siggy. Music by Jose Guillermo Puello. The production assistant is Amber Miller. Omega was directed by Paul Blinkhorn and produced by Robert Valentine and Paul Blinkhorn for the Wireless Theatre Company London. Please visit wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk for more audio downloads.